0: وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبَدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمَّا بَعْدٍ So carrying on then with the tafsir of Juz'amma of al-Shaykh al رحمه الله تعالى Today we arrive at Surah Al-Kawthar where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said إِنَّا أَعْطَيْنَاكَ الْكَوْثَرِ Fasalli Rabbi Kawan Har in Nashani Akahual Abitar. That verily we have granted you, O Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Al Kaufer, a river in paradise. Therefore turn in prayer. To your Lord and sacrifice to him only For he who hates you O oh Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa He will be cut off From posterity and every good thing in this world And in the hereafter Sheikh al-Athameen rahimahullah ta'ala says هذه السورة قِيلَ إِنَّهَا مَكِّيَّةِ وَقِيلَ إِنَّهَا That it has been said that this chapter, this surah was revealed in Mecca and also it has been said that it was revealed in Medina. So there is a difference between the scholars, between the mufassirun as to whether this particular surah was revealed in Mecca or Medina. And what is the difference between a surah being revealed in Mecca or Medina, when you say that a surah is Mecki, والمكي هو الذي نزل قبل هجرة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إلى المدينة سواء نزل في مكة أو في المدينة أو في الطريق في السفر فكل ما نزل بعد الهجرة فهو مدني وما نزل قبلها فهو مكي so, the Makki surah is something that was revealed before the hijrah. Before the hijrah of the Prophet to Medina. Whether it was revealed in Mecca or Medina or on the way to Medina. Everything that was revealed before the Hijrah Then it is considered to be Makki uh, But everything that was revealed after the Hijrah Then that is considered to be Madani فَكُلُّ مَا نَزَلَ بَعْدَ الْهِجْرَةِ فَهُوَ مَدَنِي وَمَا نَزَلَ قَبْلَهَا فهو وَهَذَا هُوَ الْقَوْلُ الرَّاجِحِ مِنْ أَقْوَالِ العلماء. And this is the most correct opinion from the opinions of the scholars that everything that was revealed before the to Medina is known as a Makki chapter and everything revealed after the to Medina is known as a Madani chapter. يَقُولُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلُ مُخَاطِبًا النَّبِي صلى الله عليه وسلم So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this chapter Addressing the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم أَعْطَيْنَاكَ indeed we have given you al-kawthar Al-Kawthar is a river in paradise. But linguistically Al-Kawthar it means all types of goodness. Al-Kawthar fi al Arabiya. huwa al-khayru al-kathir Al-Kawthar fi al Al الخير الكثير. So in the Arabic language it means a vast or a great amount of goodness. That's the meaning of al-kauthar in the Arabic language, a great or large amount of goodness. وهاكذا كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أعطاه الله تعالى خيرا kathira and so this is exactly the case For the Prophet ﷺ. He was given a great deal of goodness In this world and in the afterlife He was given al khair al A great amount of goodness in this world and in the afterlife And from All of that goodness, a specific goodness that he was given Was the river in paradise فَمِن ذَلِكَ النَّهْرُ الْعَظِيمُ الَّذِي فِي الْجَنَّةِ وَالَّذِي يُصَبُّ مِنْهُ مِزَابًا عَلَى حَوْضِهِ الْمَوْرُودِ صلى الله عليه وسلم So from all of this great goodness that the Prophet sallallahu was given One of the types of that is the great river which is in paradise The river of Al-Kawthar in paradise And from that river The water comes into the hold of the Prophet sallallahu from that river, that river is the source of the water that goes into the hawd of the Prophet sallallahu The Kawthar is in paradise and the hold is prior to that on the land of resurrection And so the water in the hawd it comes from Al-Kawthar, from paradise ماءه أشد بياضا من اللبن whereby its water is whiter than milk وأحلام ذاقا من العصر and it is tastier, more delicious than honey وأطيب رائحة من المسك and has a More fragrant and beautiful smell than musk itself وَهَاذَا الْحَوْضُ فِي الْقِيَامَةِ And that hawd with those descriptions Talking about the hawd It is on the land of resurrection في عرصات القيامة يَرِدُهُ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ مِنْ أُمَّةِ النَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم and the believers, they come upon the hold of the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. وآنياته كنجوم السماء كثرة وحسن. And the cups that are around that hold, they are like the number of stars in the sky. And in terms of the number of stars and in terms of the beauty of the stars, that is how those cups are. فَمَنْ وَارِدًا عَلَىٰ شَرِعَةِهِ فِي الدُّنْيَا كَانَ وَارِدًا عَلَىٰ فِي الْآخِرَةِ يَكُنْ وَارِدًا عَلَىٰ شريعته فَإِنَّهُ مَحْرُومٌ مِنْهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ So whomsoever treads upon and implements is upon the methodology and the pathway of the Prophet in this world, then that person will be from those who goes upon and drinks from the hold in the afterlife. Whomsoever is upon the Sharia in this world, then they will be from those who are allowed to go to the hold and drink from that water. But for those who are not upon the shari'ah of the Prophet ﷺ in this world, then they will not be allowed to drink from the hawb in the afterlife. Mentioned, that's mentioned that one of the categories of people who are prohibited, who are turned away, not allowed to drink from the hawb, one of the categories of the people are the Mubtadi'ah mentioned in the text, so mentioned in the explanations of the scholars. وَمِنَ الْخَيْرَاتِ الْكَثِيرَةِ الَّتِي أُعْطِيَهَا النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ فِي الدُّنْيَا مَا ثَبَتَ فِي الصَّحِيحَيْنِ مِنْ حَدِيثِ جَابِرٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ And from the great amounts of goodness that the Prophet ﷺ was given in this world is that which is established in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih Muslim from the hadith of Jabir ibn Abdullah r.a Anna al-Nabiyya ﷺ said, but the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, said, and in this hadith coming up now, you will see some of the great types of goodness that Allah subhanahu wa taala bestowed upon the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He said, "O, I gave them a fifth, and no one of the Messenger وسلم, said, I have been given five things. No Messenger was given them before me. I have been given five things that no Messenger was given them before me. That I have been given aid In the fact that the fear strikes the enemies from the distance of a month away And we came across that previously That the fear strikes the enemies from the distance of a month away When the messenger is still a month away approaching them The fear would strike into the hearts of the kuffar وَجُعِلَتْ الْأَرْضِ مَسْجِدًا وَطَهُورًا And that all of the earth has been made for me as a mosque and pure. What does it mean that all of the earth has been made for me as a mosque and pure? You can pray anywhere. Of course. There are the exceptions, the impure places, etc. But otherwise, generally, all of the land is permissible to pray. And you can pray outside on the road here, you can pray in the car park over there, you can pray in the park. All of the places outside on the earth, they are permissible to pray upon. So, al masjidan wa Fa ayyuma Rajulan min salah. So the messenger said, any person from my ummah, wherever you are, if the prayer time comes, then pray. Wherever you are, it's permissible. You're out in the the forest, you're out on the road, you're in the park. If the prayer time comes and that's where you are, the prayer time has come, it's going to exit. You have to pray, pray wherever you are. Pray in the park, pray on the road, pray in the service station, pray in the forest. It's all permissible to pray on the land And that I have been given This is number three now That I have been given the intercession And the Shafa'ah We've covered that before as well On Yawmul Qiyamah On the Day of Judgment When the people are gathered after the resurrection and all of the difficulties of the Day of Judgment are occurring upon them. And in that long hadith they say to each other that we need to find someone to do intercession for us. So they go to Adam alayhi salam. he excuses himself. Ibrahim alayhi salam excuses himself. Musa alayhi salam. they all excuse themselves until they finally come to the Prophet Muhammad He makes the intercession And also when the believers arrive at Paradise Everything's been done on the Day of Judgment Right at the end when the people who are going to enter Paradise Arrive at Paradise They find that the gates are closed So then they go to the various Prophets again and all of them excuse themselves until they come to the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And he makes the intercession So the messenger has been given certain types of intercession that are specific <laughs> to him li al And the war booty has been made permissible for me The war booty that they would collect after a battle or war that occurred وَكَانَ النَّبِيُّ يُبْعَثُ إِلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ خَاصَةً وَبْعِثْتُ إِلَىٰ النَّاسِ And then he said the fifth specific thing to him That the, the prophets prior to him They used to be sent to a particular nation They used to be sent to a particular people Whereas the messenger was sent to all of mankind generally. Prior to that, when the prophets came, they were not sent to all of mankind. They were sent to their specific people at that location or time. But the messenger, when he was sent, he was sent to all of mankind, to jinn and mankind. And all of these things are included within the meaning of Al-Kawthar generally which is the meaning of goodness a great amount of goodness li anna ba'athahu ila Yes 'amma yastalzim an yakuna akthar an yakuna akthar al-anbiya yutba' wa huwa kadhalik fa huwa aktharuhum atba' an ali salatu wassalam so the fact that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sent to all of mankind generally It necessitates that he would have the biggest following And that is the case The messenger has the biggest ummah The biggest following From all of the various prophets and messengers وَمِنَ الْمَعْلُومِ أَنَّ الدَّالَ عَلَى الْخَيْرِ كَفَاعِلِ الْخَيْرِ and what is known is that a person who directs you to goodness, shows you some goodness to do, then he himself has the same reward as you. He is in the same level of recompense as you. صلى الله عليه And so the one who guided this Ummah, this Ummah that is greater than all of the other nations, the one who guided this Ummah is Muhammad ﷺ. وَعَلَى هَذَا فَيَكُونُ لِلْرَّسُولِ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةِ وَالسَّلَامِ مِنْ أَجْرِ كُلِّ وَاحِدٍ مِنْ أُمَّتِهِ نَصِيبٍ and so based upon the fact that whoever guides another person to goodness and he gets the reward for that too And the person afterwards goes and does what he was guided to that's a reward for that person But you get the reward too for guiding that person to the goodness in the first place So now the Shaykh mentions the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will have a share of all of the goodness we do Because he is the one who guided us all So there is a share of that reward And that uh, uh, recompense for the Prophet وسلم, From all of the ummah وَمَن يُحْصِي وَمَن يُحْصِي إلا اللَّهِ عز And who can even enumerate Count the size of this ummah now right now they say there are a billion muslims on the world who can count the numbers of this (laughs) ummah اه uh, فان الناس في يوم القيامة يلحقهم من الكرب والغم ما لا يطيقون فيطلبون الشفاعة فياتون الى ادم ثم نوح ثم ابراهيم ثم موسى ثم عيسى عليه الصلاه والسلام حتى تصل الى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فيقوم ويشفع ويقضي الله تعالى بين العباد بشفاعته uh, uh, specifics mentioned about the Day of Judgment They are from the great goodness that the Messenger has been given uh, The example of when they go to all the other Prophets But then in the end they come to the Messenger وسلم, And he has to do the Shafa'ah for them uh, so that circumstance where the messenger is the only one who can do the intercession for everybody, and Al-Qiyamah, then that is a very lofty position to be in, and so he is in that praiseworthy position, the first and the last of the people praise him upon that. Even al yani al khair al so Al-Kawthar, أَعْطَيْنَاكَ الْكَوْثَرِ Then it means that indeed we gave you a great deal of good, a great amount of goodness. وَمِنْهُ النَّهْرُ الَّذِي فِي الْجَنَّةِ And so from amongst that is the common understanding of the river in paradise. فَالنَّهْرُ الَّذِي فِي الْجَنَّةِ هُوَ الْكَوْثَرُ <لَشَك> That river in paradise, it is known as Al-Kawthar, no doubt. وَيُسَمَّى لَكِنَّهُ لَيْسَ هُوَ أَلَّذِي أَعْطَاهُ اللَّهُ نَبِيَّهُ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ مِنَ الْخَيْرِ So even though that river in paradise is known as Al-Kawthar, it does not mean when we say إِنَّا أَعْطَيْنَاكَ الْكَوْثَرِ that indeed we gave you the Kawthar, it doesn't mean just the river in paradise. It means all types of goodness that the messenger was given. And from amongst all of that goodness is that river in paradise too. And then Allah says, So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned his. Endowment or, or blessing upon the messenger with all of this goodness. He then said to him amen, amen. Li rabbika wanhar. That indeed we gave you all of this good So pray to your Lord alone and sacrifice for him alone li So pray to your Lord alone one har and sacrifice the animals for your Lord alone. As a means of gratitude to Allah for this great blessing you've been given, and to Salih, and to that you pray and sla- uh, uh, sacrifice and slaughter for the sake of Allah. وَالْمُرَادُ بِالصَّلَاةِ هُنَا جَمِيعَ الصَّلَوَاتِ وَأَوَّلْ مَا يَدْخُلُ فِيهَا الصَّلَاةُ الْمَقْرُونَ بِالنَّحْرِ وَهِيَ صَلَاةُ عِيدِ الْأَضْحَى لَكِنِ الْآيَةِ شَامِلَةَ عَامَّةِ So when it says that indeed we gave you a great deal of good, Al-Kawthar, so pray to Allah alone. Then that obviously includes all the prayers generally All of your prayers make them sincere to Allah alone But specifically It refers to the prayer that is connected to the sacrificing Because the second part says one har Pray to Allah alone and slaughter for Allah alone So which prayer is connected with the sacrificing and slaughtering Eid adha The Eid prayer Eid adha You pray that prayer Then you go and do your Sacrificing So that in specific But otherwise the ayah Generally incorporates Includes all prayers The obligatory prayers And the superrogatory prayers Salawat al-eidi wal-jum'ah The eid prayers, the jum'ah prayers All of them generally come into that Pray to Allah alone One har And sacrifice اَيْ تَقَرَّبْ إِلَيْهِ بِالنَّحَرْ That seek closeness to Allah Devotion to Allah Through sacrificing wal يَخْتَصُ بِالْإِبْلِ وَالذَّبْحْ لِلْبَقَرْ وَالْغَنَمْ in the Arabic language, An-Nahar, nahr is specific to sacrificing camels. Whereas when you say, Al-Dhabh, then that is in regards to cows and sheep. So why has the word one Har been mentioned? Because that technically, linguistically, only refers to camels. And a would be the word talking about cows and sheep. So why has the word being used here that references camels? Because that is where the greatest amount of benefit is for the poor. A camel is of greater benefit than a cow or a sheep. The greater amount of meat that can be distributed from it ولهذا أهد النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في حجة الوداع مئة بعير. and due to this the prophet صلى الله عليه gifted a hundred camels in the farewell Hajj. ونحر منها ثلاثة وستين بيده. and he sacrificed sixty three Himself personally He sacrificed Slaughtered 63 of them Himself personally And the remainder 37 he gave to Ali Who sacrificed and slaughtered Those remaining ones وَتَصَدَّقَ بِجَمِيعِ أَجْزَائِهَا إِلَّا بِضْعَ وَاحِدَ مِنْ كُلِّ نَاقَةِ فَأَخَذَهَا وَجُعِلَتْ فِي قِدْرِ فَطَبَخَهَا فَأَكَلَ مِنْ لَحْمِهَا وَشَرِبَ مِنْ مَرَقِهَا وَأَمَرَ بِصَدَقَةِ حَتَّى بِجَلَالِهَا وَجُلُودِهَا And it's mentioned then that He gave those camels away as charity Meaning for the people to eat For the poor to take them He gave them all away apart from a small section of them And they were then put into a pot And they were cooked And so he ate from the meat of what was cooked And he drank the the soup, what do you call it? Broth, broth He drank the broth The the, the soup The broth that comes when you cook the meat He drank that And uh, he commanded for the rest of it To be given in charity Uh, Even uh, the uh, uh, other parts of the camel Like the skin It's permissible to use it To use the skin of an animal After you slaughter it As long as you do the tanning on it Dibar, do the tanning on it And then you can use it, the leather skin What you have for leather uh, clothes or, or other leather items So even that type of thing, even the skin etc. was given Sitting for the seats mm-hmm. So using the skins of the animals for various things You can use it for various things, use it for some type of sitting arrangement to sit upon for clothing for uh, wallets these days everything they make them out of leather there's a difference of opinion about uh, doing that about whether it is permissible to use the skins of animals there is a difference of opinion but most of the scholars the Rajih, is that you can use them and then there's a difference of opinion about whether you can use the skin of pigs for example is it permissible to use the skin of pigs after tanning them first? Tanning is when uh, the skin, obviously they clear all of the fur and everything off the skin and make it clean. And then they put it into some chemicals. And those chemicals, they take out all of the moisture and purify that skin. And then when you get it out, you can use it like leather. You have to do that process, the tanning process. Put it into certain chemicals and things too. Get that usable afterwards. So if that is done, there are some scholars who say even pig skin can be used. There is an opinion. But some of them they say no you should not use the pig skin, all of it is impure, even the tanning does not make it pure. There's a difference about that. But the point is here even the skins were given away. (laughs) Wal Amr Fil Aya Amrun Lahu Walil Ummah. And the command in the ayah And pray to your Lord alone and sacrifice to him alone That command in the ayah is specifically addressing the messenger But the meaning of it is applicable to all of the ummah And all of us we have to pray sincerely to Allah and all of us have to sacrifice sincerely to Allah as the Prophet ﷺ was commanded. And then at the end, al <laughs> So now at the end when it says that those who hate you or detest you, O Messenger they will be cut off from all of that which is good. So it is a contrast to the opening section of the chapter, which told us that the messenger has been given all of the good. And then at the end, it's telling us that all of those people who hate and detest the messenger, then they will be cut off from receiving any good. They are cut off from receiving any good. In shani akahu al abtar shaniuka or shani akahay mubhiduka wa shanaan al So the shaniuka or shani it is in reference to the one who hates someone else has a hatred to someone from the word Shana'an, referencing hatred uh, it gives the example in al-ma'idah uh, wa la yajrimannakum shana'an qaumin an yassaddukum 'an al-masjid al-haram and ta'tadu ay la yahmilannakum and an ta'tadu that in reference to the shana'an in this ayah as well, al-ma'idah number two, it's talking about the hatred, the buhd, that the hatred should not cause you to oppress a people. The hatred should not cause you to oppress. So shani'aka, the one who hates you. Then that individual, who al-abtar. Al-abtar is من بتر بمعنى قطع يعني هو الأقطع والمنقطع من كل خير وذلك أناية. So the uh, uh, meaning of فهوال, uh, the uh, الَّذِي at the end meaning the one who is cut off from all of the good in the Arabic Abtar is the Ismut tafdeel the comparative or the superlative. And that is upon the pattern of afa'al. And you have words similar qata'ah which would become aqta'ah meaning he is cut off. That person is cut off from the good. Wadalika and the reason why Allah mentioned this. أَنَّ قُرَيْشِ يَقُولُونَ مُحَمَّدٌ أَبْتَرٌ The kuffar of Quraysh used to say Muhammad ﷺ he's abtar. Muhammad ابتر لا خير فيه ولا بركه فيه ولا في في اتباعه او في اتباعه they used to say that there is no goodness in Muhammad and there is no baraka blessing in him and there is no benefit in following him or in his followers that he is cut off abtar لما مات ابنه القاسم رضي الله عنه قالوا محمد ابتر لا يولد له. وُلِدَ لَهُ When the son of the Prophet uh, Al-Qasim died Then they began to say that the messenger is abdar He's cut off That he does not have sons He doesn't have children And even if he has children He is cut off in his lineage thereafter They died So they began saying this about the messenger فَبَيَّنَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلَّ أَنَّ الْأَبْتَرُ هُوَ مبغض الرَّسُولِ عَلَيْهِ صَلَىٰهُ والسلام فَهُوَ الْأَبْتَرُ المَقْطُوع عَن كُلِّ خَيْرُ So then Allah highlighted that actually the one who is cut off in reality are the haters of the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ أَلَّذِي لَيْسَ فِيهِ بَرَكَهُ وَحَيَاتُهُ نَدَامَهُ so then it mentions that there is no barakah in that person uh, those ones who have a hatred against the messenger and their life will be a life of regret and if this is the affair that they are in hatred of the messenger, then the reality is those people are in hatred of the Sharia itself. فَمَنْ أَبْغَضَ الرَّسُولِ وَالسَّلَامِ أَوْ أَبْغَضَ شَعِيرَةً مِن إِسْلَامِ طَاعَةٍ مِمَّا يَتَعَبَّدُ به, بِهِ النَّاسِ فِي دِينِ الْإِسْلَامِ فَإِنَّهُ كَافِرٌ خَارِجٌ عَنِ الدِّينِ so anybody who has a hatred for the messenger or has a hatred for the sharia for the legislation or any aspect or part of the Sharia of Islam or any type of worship that the believers see closeness and devotion to Allah through Anybody who has a hatred for any of those affairs, then he's a kafir outside of the fold of Islam it's mentioned in the Quran because they disliked what Allah revealed, so Allah destroyed their actions. Their actions were finished. And your actions cannot be destroyed completely except by kufr. So if a person hates the prayer, then he's a kafir, even if he actually prays. If he has hatred in his heart for the prayer, then he's a kafir, even if he prays. وَمَنْ كَرِهَا فَرْضَ الزَّكَاءُ فَهُوَ كَافِرُ وَلَوْ zakah, And whomsoever has hatred for giving zakat, then he's a kafir, even if he gives it. لَكِنْ مَنْ اسْتَفْقَ مَعْ عَدَمِ الْكَرَاهَا فَهَاذَا فِيهِ خَصْلَ مِنْ خِصَالِ النِّفَاقِ لَكِنَّهُ لَا يَكْفَرَ but a person who considers the prayer and the zakat as a burden upon himself, not that he has a hatred to it, he knows it's the religion, but he finds it a burden upon himself, then that type of individual has hypocrisy in him, but he has not committed kufar. وَفَرْقٌ بَيْنَ مَنِ الشَّيْءٍ وَمَنْ كَرِهَ الشَّيْءٍ And there's a difference between somebody who finds something burdensome and somebody who uh, outright just hates and detests that thing So this chapter then incorporates a clarification of the blessing of Allah upon his messenger By giving him that great amount of good ثم الأمر بالإخلاص لله عز وجل في الصلوات والنحر and then also the command to be sincere to Allah in our prayers and in the sacrificing وكذلك في سائر العبادات and all the other actions of worship ثم بيان أن من أبغض الرسول عليه الصلاة والسلام أبغض شيئا من شريعته فَإِنَّهُ هُوَ أَلَّذِي لَا خَيْرَ And then at the end it highlights that anybody who has a hatred for the Prophet ﷺ or has a hatred for any part of the sharia of the Prophet ﷺ, then that person is cut off from all types of good. So there is a contrast between the beginning of the surah and the end of the surah. The beginning highlighting all of the good is for the messenger, and the end highlighting that there is no good for the one who hates the messenger. That is the chapter in.